Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. In this episode, we find out how karting has been faring this season as we speak to Norris and Gallo from the Karting Commission. And Formula One is on a summer break. We round up the season so far with Formula One enthusiast Fadili Canini. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the episode. So it's been very competitive this season in karting as the series has reached round six. Let's get the latest with Norris Ongalo from the Karting Commission. Norris, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, karting, uh, you've been having a number of rounds. In fact, uh, you had your latest round, the fifth round, uh, quite recently. Uh, how, how's it going uh, this season and how was the turnout for that? The turnout was brilliant. Uh, this uh, round five and six, we, we had the pleasure of having the CS Sports Honorable uh, Ababu Namwamba visit us. And also we had his son uh, racing. So it was a brilliant uh, uh, event. And uh, also we also had children from Lea Madare come in to uh, witness the rest. Fantastic. Uh, you must be very pleased uh, with how active the CS has been. Uh, he was at an autocross event at the coast earlier this year and then, of course, to come for a karting event. Brilliant. He's not just uh, uh, coming for the event, but also ensuring that uh, his children are a part of it. And, and I think that's the way to go. If you could get a lot more of um, such support, it would be, would be brilliant. Now, in terms of action on the track, uh, do you feel the quality of racing is improving this season? Exactly. Um, uh, we, we had uh, a grid of 10 in Rotax. So we have not had a grid of 10 in Rotax for a long time. And it, 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 it was amazing to have 10 very quick drivers all competing for, in the, for a matter of seconds. Now, in round five and six, uh, who's impressed you? Round five and six, uh, Krish, Krish and Chris uh, were, were brilliant. And, and of course, um, I, I can't leave out my son, Miles. Uh, they were all, the three guys were quite uh, on the ball. But also for the other categories, we had uh, Nayara. Nayara in a few CC and Wilf were awesome, brilliant. Um, not to forget uh, Sean Jimby. The three, again, are the kids to watch. In 60cc, we had um, Vicente and Windle were brilliant. The equipment, uh, we've been seeing a steady investment uh, in regards to equipment. Uh, do you see that uh, continuing this season? Yes, um, uh, in, in cutting, you just have to keep investing. But the good thing is that uh, once you make the big investments, like uh, getting cut and engine, uh, it, it stabilizes. So all you need to do is just to maintain that. So we've not necessarily seen any new equipment this year. Guys are still using their old stuff, which is a good thing, which means it reduces your barrier to entry. Yeah, Once you get the equipment, then you should be good to go. Apart from uh, Whistling Moran, uh, which other venues are you racing at? Uh, we, we do see uh, new venues opening up. So this year so far, we'll, we've only done two, two venues, uh, Whistling Moran and the Rift Valley Motorsports and Club uh, in Nakuru. But yes, we know that there are two more um, trucks that have come up. There's um, the Red Hill uh, in uh, Limuru and we have um, the Mad Max at uh, Waterfront. But uh, the, the two trucks are uh, not ready yet to host a competition of our, of our stature. There's also the one at Two Rivers. Is that up to standard? 
Yeah, the two rivers are up to standard, but again, the surface needs some time to cure um, because, you know, the velocity, the revolutions on, on, on the tires is, is very quite damaging on the, on, on the tarmac. So the, the, the truck needs to take some time to cure before we can have a competitive uh, event there. Two other venues as well. You got GP Karting and then also TGRV down in the Rift Valley. Uh, any news regarding those? TGRV is still available uh, as as it is the way we run our events. Um, it's based on the clubs that are uh, that are hosting. So the onus is on the club to choose where to take the event. Yeah. So for for us, if you ask me, I mean, I'll be open for the kids to get exposed to TGRV as well because the more the merrier for the kids. But uh, for GP cutting, um, it is very tight and small, so it's not conducive for a proper competition. Oh, especially for the Rotax. In regards to the future of karting in Kenya, uh, what challenges do you face? Of course, the first challenge is getting the publicity out there because we need as many people to know about karting because a few who get to know about it, they eventually jump in. So the more the, um, that we get the message out there, the better. Second is uh, when, when we get numbers, then also the economy of scale will help in you know, reducing the cost of uh, running event. The bigger costs, uh, running costs being the tires. Now our, our a set of tires goes to for, for about 35, 36K, which probably last year at an event. But the, the, we, when we get the numbers in, then um, we will see the, the, the suppliers uh, uh, getting the benefit of the numbers and we're able to get the costs down. And of course, on, also on the engine, you if you're able to standardize all the engines to probably have from from Bambino upward to, to Rotax, running the Rotax engine, then that also would help. I remember when we spoke to you before, uh, you know, in terms of international races, uh, you know, sending the drivers out uh, for other races uh, overseas. Uh, I heard from Seychelles uh, that you spoke to them. Uh, any news regarding that? Yes, um, we are we're in the discussion with Seychelles and um, we are also expecting them to get give us feedback in regards to coming down. We have given them an option of either coming down in August or in December, early December. We want them to have a feel of how we, we run an event, our events and if possible get some of the uh, kids to come and rest with our kids. But also we, we, we may do the same um, next year, get our kids to go and rest in, in Seychelles. That's number one. Number two. In terms of other international uh, events, we this year we were able to get Sean uh, Chandaria to race uh, abroad, and he, he in the last event he came seventeenth, and he had the most improved, um, you know, uh, accolade. We also still have uh, Chris, who's been racing abroad, and um, it would be nice to see a lot more uh, kids uh, joining. Finally, Norris, uh, in terms of karting uh, being a stepping stone to other forms of motorsport, uh, we've seen uh, globally how karting uh, brings up, uh, you know, for example, the likes of Max Verstappen and people like that. Uh, how are you finding it as a feeder sport, uh, you know, in terms of producing uh, champions of the future? It still works. I mean, if you see the number of guys who uh, are the top in Kenya, Baldev being one of them, uh, have been products of karting. And you see, the good thing about it is that cutting is, is a good intro because, you know, it, there's a lot of cut control. There's a lot, you know, racing craft that is embedded in the child. And then the child decides which path they want to, to chart, whether it's a, is a, is a tarmac side or is it the rally side. Norris, uh, when is the next karting event? When our next cutting event will be around, uh, that will be around uh, 7 and 8 at uh, Whistling Moran on the 26th and 27th of August. All right, Norris Ongala from the Karting Commission. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. You're most welcome. We'll be back. 
all the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Motorsport 411. Welcome back. Now, Formula One is on a summer break and it's been domination by double world champion Max Verstappen and Red Bull. Let's round up the season so far and get the thoughts of Formula One enthusiast Fadili Canini. Fadili, thank you so much for joining us on Motorsport 411. Uh, Formula One uh, in the summer break. Uh, it's been the Max Verstappen show so far. It has indeed. Uh, it's, it's been an interesting season uh, this year. Um, uh, 23 races on the calendar. Uh, now down to 22 because we didn't have one uh, race in Imola. 12 races done so far. All Red Bull domination uh, from start to finish. Max Verstappen has won 10 of them. Sergio Chaco Perez has won two. It's been the Max Verstappen show and we're all living it. I don't think Red Bull are, are complaining at all. It would need something on uh, like a meteorite or a hurricane uh, to completely wipe out <laughs> Max Verstappen really for him to not win the championship this season and of course uh, the constructors title with Red Bull now speaking of Red Bull what are they doing right and what's gone wrong with the other teams this season it's been a very weird season for the rest of the teams and um, Helmut Marko was recently being quoted in in the press saying that uh, both Ferrari and Mercedes haven't done uh, well enough to try and catch up with, with Red Bull. In fact, I think he said they haven't improved at all with whatever um, upgrades they've brought to uh, to their cars. Red Bull are leading um, the Constructors' Championship. They have 503 points. Mercedes are second on 247 points, which is more than double what Mercedes have. So Red Bull just got it right from the beginning. Um, they have a car which suits every circuit that works across all tracks. That's what they've managed to do. Their car is fast on streets. It, it's fast on high-speed corners. It's it's easy on its tires. And then in the hands of Max Verstappen, it's a complete rocket ship. He says it himself. Now, the rest of the teams, they tried different concepts. Ferrari had a, a, a concept that seemed to work last year, that at some point seemed to challenge uh, Red Bull last year. They tweaked it, thinking that it's going to be better. It ended up being slower than last year's car. Um, Mercedes tried to move on, with, to continue with the evolution of their concept from last year to this year. That has not worked, up to a point where um, the team had to make a decision to change the concept mid, mid-season try and, and, um, and tailor it to you know the Red Bull and make it a bit faster. For a few races, it, it's, it seemed to work. But over the last uh, one race in Belgium, or the last the last race in Belgium, we saw a bit of bouncing, uh, what they call porpoising on that car, which has left them um, a bit more confused. So they have a diva for a car. They, they can't get it in the right uh, driving window. They can't get it in the right balance. So it, it, it's quite quite a problematic car for them. Ferrari, my beloved Ferrari is just being Ferrari. If, if the car is not working, the drivers are making errors on track. Um, the team is making errors in the pits or in strategic calls. It's been a the surprise of the season has been Aston Martin, who seem to have uh, copied the Red Bull concept of last year. Of course, this is rumored to be um, supported by the fact that they got a few engineers from Red Bull. Uh, they managed to purchase a few engineers from Red Bull. Helmut Marko has been quoted saying that those engineers must have had a very good photographic memory because they produced a car that looked similar to the Red Bull this year. 
Now, that has given them, um, or rather has, has given one of their drivers, Fernando Alonso, who turned 42 years over the weekend, um, a great opportunity. He's grabbed six podiums uh, since the start of the season. Um, not so much, ha hasn't been a very positive um, season for, for, for his teammate, um, although he's also you know tried to his best. But Aston Martin has been um, the, the surprise of the season. They are currently third uh on the on the constructor stable ahead of ferrari uh by by five points um mclaren has done a fantastic job i think uh, they started off pretty badly um they, they they didn't seem to have the car where they wanted but they have brought updates which have worked pretty well um at least in the, in the hands of Landon norris and of course oscar piastri who's the rookie this year who's done a tremendous job um in his first season of formula one driving uh particularly well over the last couple of races. And then, of course, we have the rest in Alpine, Williams, Haas, Alfa Romeo, and Alfa Tauri uh, to complete the, the order. Now, let's talk about Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he said this week, if I was in Sergio's car, Max would not be having the same time he is having now. Uh, that's a bit rich uh, coming from the Mercedes driver. You know, when they were dominating, uh, you know, the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah, absolutely. When when uh, uh, Mercedes had the best car on the grid, Lewis Hamilton was uh, dominating weekend in and weekend out, uh, apart from when we lost, of course, the championship to Nico Rosberg. I think Max is just a different driver with the right tools beneath him. Um, Helmut Marko said this week um, that he does not think anybody on the grid can beat Max Verstappen. In fact, he singled out Fernando Alonso and Lewis Hamilton as perhaps the drivers that would come close. So perhaps to a point, Lewis has a point that he would perhaps be challenging Max a bit more. But I think Max is just driving, um, he's in a league of his own. He's, he's absolutely phenomenal. He's, he, his teammate has a similar tools under him. Maybe the car does not suit his driving style. I'm not sure. I don't know why there's such a huge gap between Max Verstappen's times and Sergio Perez's times. Granted, at times there are mistakes that have contributed to his um, poor performance. Or below par performance but i think he's doing his best which is what Mar marco said the other day he said jaco perez is doing the best he can um he has forgotten his dream now he's gotten over the fact that he will not be the the champion this year so he's just focusing on finishing second um across all races but i think personally just think black max will stop and is in a different league it's it's a view i've held um even before uh he started driving the red bull that he's driving now uh, he was a very good driver of course people misunderstood him uh because of his antics on track um he's a very aggressive driving style but i think Max Verstappen is just a different beast on track now a controversial incident uh, in the last grand prix where lewis hamilton uh, was penalized uh, five seconds uh for what looked like a racing incident uh, that collision uh, well, what did you make of it yeah, to, to be to be honest, I thought it was a bit harsh on him. Um, I understand actually there was um, there was a division among the stewards as to uh, the whether to penalize him or not. I felt it should have been a racing incident and left at that. Um, something similar happened on Sunday during the race when uh, Sainz and uh, Oscar Piastri came together. There was no further action from the stewards, perhaps because both drivers ended up um, not finishing the race. But I thought the stewards were a bit harsh uh, on Lewis then. But anyway, rules are rules at times, and the way they're interpreted uh, at times varies from race to race and from steward to steward. 
Now, if we fans uh, think the sport is boring at the moment, uh, Ferrari team principal Fred Vasseur has defended Red Bull and Max Verstappen amid ongoing complaints of the sport being, quote, boring and, quote, unpredictable, unquote. Uh, what, what do you make of those comments? Fred knows that they at Ferrari and the rest of the team have similar amount of time to work on next year's car, on every year's car as, as the Red Bull. I do sympathize with his uh, sentiments in the fact that it's the rest of the teams that need to do better. There, there's always this rule uh, in, in Formula One that whenever there is a rule change, a fundamental rule change, whoever gets it right at inception ends up dominating for the period of for, for that particular period. So we had we had the Red Bull uh, the, the Red Bull era um, in the in the early 2010s uh, with uh, with Sebastian Vettel. Then we had uh, the Mercedes era with Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, and I think what's well, just the years of the Red Bull. Um, the rest of the teams just have to do much better. The bad news is, Sean, um, Red Bull, uh, given where they are in the championship, they can get, they're sort of relaxing a bit on this year's car. Um, Marco is is quite a team that they are focusing now. They have started shifting focus to next year's car, so they have a bit of resources to dedicate to next year's car, and that simply means they will probably have an even faster car next year. So as the rest of the team are trying to catch up to this year's Red Bull, Red Bull is already uh, thinking about next year's car. So guys just have to work harder and try to get to where they are. Finally, uh, you and I were in a number of WhatsApp groups, uh, Formula One WhatsApp groups. Uh, we've seen the explosion of the popularity of Formula One uh, over the last few years here in Kenya. Uh, many venues, uh, you know, broadcasting uh, Formula One uh, live on their screens uh, at the venues. Uh, what, what do you make of it? I think it's fantastic. It's great to see uh, Formula One gaining so much popularity here in Kenya and across the world. Obviously, buoyed by the fact that um, Liberty, the uh, commercial owners of Formula One, um, uh, partnered with Netflix uh, for that Drive to Survive series, which really played a key role in in, in um, enhancing the profile of Formula One. It's fantastic to see guys forming WhatsApp groups, guys um, huddling together on Sundays to watch the race. It's fantastic to see. It's no longer a sport um, that's a preserve of the few. But so much, many more fans are coming together to um, to watch Formula One. I just hope that one day in Africa we are going to have a going tree where we can all um, travel to the same way guys in Europe travel um, across borders to watch races um, in in their neighboring countries. I just hope the domination of Red Bull doesn't kill that dream, <laughs> and I hope the sport finds a way of making the racing more competitive. Um, I think the FIA has tried to do that in the past. The competition we saw when when, when Max and, and Lewis were fighting for the championship uh, down to the line in Abu Dhabi is, is what we need to see uh, in all the races. I think for me, the standout race this year has been um, the Austrian Grand Prix where we had quite a bit of overtaking and, and very nice fights between drivers Sergio Perez and Carlos Sainz, for instance. Last week's race was fantastic. Um, there was a lot of overtaking. Of course, the track allowed it. The intrusion of, of sprint weekends, I think, especially for a track like Belgium last weekend, where it was the, the weather was changing uh, ever ever so much, uh, made things so unpredictable. We need that element of unpredictability in the sport, and I hope more guys can uh, become fans. The more, the merrier. All right, Formula One fan uh, Fadili Kanini, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back.
Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks once again to Norris Ungala and Fadili Canini. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. See you next week.